2: Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms.
1: This is Rod Peterson On Demand. I'm always habitually astounded. By the interest people show in the Arizona Coyote situation. I'm just stunned. The Coyote's sending out a statement Wednesday night. We have already launched an investigation to determine how this could have happened. And it appears to be the result of an unfortunate human error. Could this actually happen with a pro team? Yes, it could. Yes, they could be that stupid. Or they could think that you're that stupid. This is human error. What do you mean? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, one and all! Welcome to the Sunshine State at hour two of the RP Show, which is always brought to you by Original Sixteen Beer, Great Western's Original Sixteen, brewed in Saskatchewan, made with premium Saskatchewan ingredients. Original Sixteen is unfiltered for peak flavor. And I might add that I'm feeling charitable because it is a Flame Tech Football Friday. We're doing Taco Time viewer takeover through the whole show. Did you know the Taco Time? has been around for 40 years in Canada. This iconic brand and a Canadian favorite serves over 3.2 million burritos, 2.5 million tacos, and over 1 million Mexi fries every year. Later on this hour, we will award the comment of the week from you viewers Brought to you by Taco Time. $50 gift card going out to uh, the best comment of the week. Uh, Listen, breaking news. I told you we'd be doing a lot more college football talk. Michigan's Jim Harbaugh, ring the bell, is the Associated Press College Football Coach of the Year after leading the Wolverines to their first Big Ten title in 17 years and a berth in the college football playoff. Harbaugh is the first Michigan coach to win the AP Coach of the Year Award presented by Regions Bank ever. And the first from the Big Ten since Joe Paterno Back in two thousand five, but it is Grey Cup weekend. And listen, let's get him on the screen, please. The Sports Doctor, Dave Patrician, David. There's nobody else I'd rather speak with than you on a variety of topics. Hey, the Vikings won last night. You're a, ty- a Viking season ticket holder. The Jets won last night. The Bombers are in the Grey Cup. Are you the happiest guy in the world today? It's like
2: hog heaven. I think I'm gonna get a soft meat burrito from Taco <laughs> Time for sure because that it was a it was a great sports day. Uh, it, it's been. You know, the, there's been the Winnipeg Jets. There's been some bumps along the way, and the Minnesota Vikings. You know, it's uh, nice to see a victory in a national audience, but uh, the focus in Manitoba is on the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And you know, back in um, I think uh, hour one, you were talking about uh, going into opposing stadiums or arenas, and and uh, you know, Dupe said that, you know same thing. He doesn't like acting like a jerk. I've never acted like a jerk in a lot of stadiums until some of the beer kicks in. But there's been some real hostile Grey Cups I've been at that weren't even in there. Like we're talking about Montreal in 2001, uh, mm-hmm. Toronto in 2007, when we played the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and there must have been 56,000 people and 55,000 of them were wearing green. And everywhere you went, every every saloon that you walked into, everybody was wearing green. Um, and, of course, last year was a little friendlier. Being, or Sorry, two years ago was a little friendlier in Calgary um, because it was, probably 3 quarters Winnipeg Blue Bomber fans and then maybe a smattering of Ticat fans and then this u- your usual array of the guy with the the George Reed Saskatchewan uh jersey with 500 buttons dating back to when uh when um John called uh, games back in 1912
1: so yeah hey I got to ask you, Dave, before we go any further. Well, well a couple of things. Listen, you're I, you're gracious enough to stay with us for two segments, and I appreciate that. Because Ryan Gregory's written on YouTube and says, "What's your take on the NHL not wanting to send the players to the Olympics now?" And I appreciate that. Ryan, just hang with us, okay? For this reason, it's Flame Tech Football Friday. Randy Ambrosi just addressed the media this morning at the Grey Cup. We got a lot to unpack on the CFL. That is Grey Cup weekend. So if you can just hold on to your bingo cards, we'll get to the fact that here in South Florida, the NHL Board of Governors this morning have decided they don't want to send the players to the Olympics. So just hang on, man. Things are moving at breakneck pace. But Dave, as far as the Grey Cup itself, you and I have been to like literally dozens of them. Um, what mm-hmm. led to your decision to not go? Because I recognize you are in your kitchen. You are not at the <laughs> Grey Cup.
2: You know, it's funny, Ron. Uh, someone asked me that the other day, and, and I think it was a whole bunch of different factors. I mean, I was booked um, for Saskatchewan uh, last year, and first for the 2020, then the one that was postponed. And I think it was a factor of the late season Uh, the uncertainty of what kind of events, uncertainty with the crowds would be that I just, I completely neglected um, of booking myself a trip. And and it was as it got closer and closer, i got to be really honest, it got more expensive and more expensive. And um, if I'm going to the Grey Cup, I'm going to tell you this right now, I booked um, my room for Regina for the 2022 Grey Cup already. So I'm already booked in advance. Um, But this one, you know, it's not a normal Grey Cup. Now, I've been getting the FaceTime messages and the text messages and the photos from Dr. Hands and all kinds of things, and you know who I'm talking about. Um, yep. that there is some events <laughs> going on, but it's not your full-scale Grey Cup. And uh, I want to go to a full-scale Grey Cup, and it's going to be a little strange because I have not watched the Blue Bobbers um, on television in the Grey Cup, since I think the uh, 1992 or something like that. That was the last time I probably missed the Bombers in a Grey Cup. So, but you know what? I was, at the, I was in attendance on uh, Sunday at IG Field. And, um, you know, when you beat Saskatchewan, that's kind of like your Grey Cup, too.
1: Yeah, a sprinkling sports talk as we go. That's what's fun about what we do. And thanks for the plug, by the way, telling all your Manitoba followers that we are on Game Plus Television Live, which carried is carried on Bell MTS Cable. More news coming out of the Gary Bettman Board of Governors meetings in South Florida today. The, he has said, Bettman, that the Coyotes are staying, but any relocation rumors are false. Now, back to the CFL, and because you cover the NHL too for the Manitoba Post, we'll get around to all this stuff. I'm just... Sprinkling in the news as we go, David. Ambrosie this morning, an original Winnipegger, Mm -hmm. commissioner of the CFL. I'm not sure how closely you follow what he said, but these these are the highlights of his State of the League address this morning at Great Cup at Hamilton. They are committed to revenue sharing. They say for the first time in 40 years. I got thoughts on that. He says the owners are going to hold themselves accountable. I don't believe it. They never have. Why would they start now? And out of the whole thing, and I'm on record as saying I'm an Ambrose fan, talk is cheap. Talk is cheap. So I don't believe much of what I heard. He says they've fixed the business model. We'll see. But he would not address if the salary cap's going to go up. He did not address if the coach's salary cap and staff restriction is going to go away said sports betting isn't about the money revenue, it's about fan engagement. And they announced this partnership with Genius Sports, which from what I can gather is a sports content distribution platform that will ease in betting information with the CFL. That's a lot of what I got out of the news conference this morning. How much were you following it and what were your takeaways from what you heard, Dave?
2: Well, exactly what you said. Um, The fan engagement piece is huge um, and that sponsorship. Uh, is very important to the league because they 've lost generations and generations of fans, whether it be because they 're playing nfl on their on their on their playstations uh whether be because uh, the older maybe the the people that are above twenty one years old are betting on uh, on national football league games and through uh sports select tickets and that 's bigger and bigger but you know there 's a whole generation of um of young fans and new Canadians that need to get engaged in the game so as much as you as you need to Keep the older fans going to the games and keeping the older fans engaged with the proper football on the field and and proper run organizations. Um, I'm looking at you, Edmonton Elks. But you have to get you have to track the new people. And we've seen the influence of soccer um, throughout Canada, and that is. A, and I never want to throw around new Canadians because we're all Canadians. It's all about engaging the fans and bringing them back and turning on new fans to the products whether you're a Canadian, whether you are born here, maybe you came here, or you're not first generation. If you have a good product, exciting product, and the fans are coming to it, and the stadiums are full, and the stadiums are full of energy, it doesn't matter where you were born. You want to be part of that fun. So I believe that the CFL's key to success is making the game experience fun. Now, I'm going to give some props to Wade Miller. Now, I know that yeah I've been critical, critical of him in the past, Just because you know it, it just he just he seems to rub people the wrong way, and I was sitting back and I was remember on the plane back, and I saw Wade Miller at uh, the 2019 Grey Cup, and there's a guy that basically turned the team's fortunes around, made the game day experience real good, and then won a Grey Cup, so he had all the components. He put it all in place. It's fun to go to a Winnipeg Blue Bombers football game, as it is in Saskatchewan. It's fun to go. Uh, at Mosaic Stadium. But it's not so much fun to go at BMO in Toronto. It's not so much fun to go in Edmonton or in BC. It's not, they need to figure that piece out. And whether it would be like, and, and I'm not just saying it has to be um, uh, beer gardens and tomfoolery and shenanigans. It's gotta be engaging. You saw in Calgary, the Grey Cup, all the, the family friendly activities are going outside uh, the Roundup Center. There was stuff for the kids to do, and there, it was fun. It was fun for the whole family. That's the kind of things they need to do. They need to bring people back in. You turn the little ones, you get them excited about it, then they say, Dad, Mom, take me to the game. And that's where it starts. So, And, and once you get that excitement into the stadiums, and it's, and it's all about, look at some of the excitement you've seen um, in, uh, in, in National Hockey League buildings. Look at almost every NFL game that's maybe not in Jacksonville. Like you know, every, every every it's fun to go. It's engaging. There's stuff to do. It's a day activity, and there's a lot of buildings in the CFL that don't provide that.
1: Hey, isn't this fun, David? That we got more time. Normally we're oh, rushed, right? This is awesome. So I appreciate you saying for the extended time. From free Oleg on Winni- uh, from Winnipeg, watching. He goes. That's the first I've heard that Wade Miller rubs people the wrong way. <laughs> Can we get a pum pum? <laughs> <laughs> he's got to be joking, right? Everybody feels that way about Wade. But Dave, you also know what I think about Wade Miller, the president of the Blue Bombers, and I love him. And he rubs people the wrong way because he's a no BS guy. He tells you yeah. what he's thinking. Whether he's right or not, he's honest, and people don't like it, and I know a little bit about that. Anyways, I think Wade's the greatest. <laughs> and, uh, and again, uh, he's the reigning uh, Great Cup champion president in the CFL, so that's kind of fun.
2: Um, the, ex- the excitement that he's created on game day has been second to none. And it's, and you know, um, 25 years ago, uh, the game day experience was just go to the game, get as drunk as you can and hope your team wins. Right. But it's way more different than that. Now, you I mean there's a whole bunch of different financial things. There's commercials on the big screen, there's sponsorship plugs. Um, but, and, and, and so, so that's taken a little bit away from on field. So you got to make that, that, that you got to create that excitement winning football creates a lot of excitement too you don't have a lot of winning teams struggling at the gate uh other than maybe this year well all the time with toronto but it's it's all about keeping them in prices have since i started to go to blue bomber games have probably gone up five times what they were you know you know it's expensive now to go to a pro sporting event so you got to give value for the money and wade miller has provided that in winnipeg
1: hey by the way so Mark Zosol, watching in Melfort, says, well, Rod, you were right. The Coyotes' check was in the mail. Bettman said the taxes' debt has been paid today. That's why I watch, as Rod knows what's going on. Craig Warden, watching on YouTube, says, just like Super Bowl week, put out all the fun stuff outside and free for fans and kids. Also, move the season up so it's not freezing outside when the kids attend. From Craig Campbell watching from the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto, he says the pregame and postgame barbecue at Argo's game is unmatched by other sports locally, but attracting newer and younger fans requires more pizzazz, certainly in Toronto. Uh, on that Winnipeg thing, I do got to say this, Dave, you've been around this league longer than I have. I've got, let's just say former team presidents and chairmen calling me regularly. Wanting to know. And when I was in Winnipeg, and I was with you there in August, remember we went to the bomber game, and that was the you know, that was the COVID uh, pass. You had to at the door to get in, very slick, no waiting. Got in. I had a president, former president call me, Dave, and you can attest to this that it's true. He goes, what, What's going on there in Winnipeg? What's with the buzz? What's Wade done? And I said, I don't know, but the word in Winnipeg was, you need to be at the game 45 minutes before kickoff because it's $3 beers, $3 hot dogs and burgers and blah, blah. So the stadium was packed 45 minutes before kickoff. And the former president's like, man, Wade's got it going on. Was that his idea? I'm like, I don't know. Nothing's original in this business, but they're doing it. Like, Dave, the Bombers really deserve a big pat on the back for what they do. Do you feel like they get it? Because I don't. Uh,
2: No, I I don't think they get it. I don't think... Um, you know, you, you're talking about what came out of the, the thing, revenue sharing. And, and you know, in, yeah. instead of, of talking about revenue sharing and things like that, why aren't they doing things like, you know, having the, and maybe they do behind closed doors, but have Wade Miller speaking to the other owners and going, this is what you knew. Here's the blueprint. It's easy, right? Engage. And, and I don't know that um, it's the same in, uh, in, in the same demographic of a fan. Like, you know, we've had such great success with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers um, you know, we we had that drought, but you talk about the number of Grey cups that they've won and the great teams they've had. I'm particularly thinking about the 80s, the amount of Grey cup appearances. So the football has always been solid. And of course, it took that big dip when they first got into investors group field. And that's when Wade Miller stepped in. And that's when Kyle Walter stepped in. And everybody believed in Mike O'Shea and uh, they held with it, right? Everybody's looking for a quick solution and uh, a quick fix, whether it be you know um, you know free popcorn tonight or maybe something like that or firing the coach and firing the gm and getting rid of the rid of the radio announcers and you know just that general uh, chaos that went on in edmonton this year and it's 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 just the fans get upset chaos breeds more chaos until you calm things down like wade miller did you're not going to have a success you're not going to have a success on the field or putting people to watch your product
1: David, you're dropping a lot of knowledge today, man. I love it. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday brought to you by our friends at Flame Tech, locally owned and operated industry leaders in commercial and industrial combustion technology. We'll talk more Grey Cup and CFL stuff, plus NHL, because David is on the jet scene. There's a lot coming out of South Florida in the NHL Board of Governors meetings. We'll unpack all of that. uh, We have James Duffy coming up as well from the CFL on TSN panel. We're going to give away our comment of the week. Uh, award for taco time so stick around we'll be right back you're watching the rp show daytime sports talk on game plus television youtube live and 24-hour sports radio at RodPeterson.com.
2: head to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now you gotta subscribe click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed
1: The RP Show continues on a Flame Tech Football Friday. We are live on Game Plus Television, live streaming on YouTube, and we go 24 hours. RodPeterson.com/slash/listen live. You can listen all weekend long to our football talk in advance of the 108th Grey Cup. I am going to open it up to viewer comments here, and there are a ton as we continue to go with our guest, the Sports Doctor, Dave Patrician. Um, I wanted to read this, David. Uh, this is the one thing that came out of Ambrosi's news conference this morning, the State of the League. This is how he opened. Commissioner Randy Ambrosi unveiled the CFL's new partnership with Genius Sports in his first State of the League address in two years. Ambrosi told reporters the long term partnership would accelerate league growth and broaden its reach in existing and new markets. However, Ambrosi would not divulge specific details of the agreement. He also said the COVID-19 pandemic, which cost the CFL the 2020 season, has forced the league to revamp its business model, including the adoption of revenue sharing among the nine franchises. So we do have NHL talk coming up. I've delved a little more into this Vancouver Canucks GM search situation. I thought Jim Rutherford was going to be the GM, but apparently, no, he's the acting GM and he's going to find somebody else. So that's coming up in moments. But the CFL Players Association is holding their State of the Union address this afternoon, Dave. What, what do you think will come out of that from the Players Union at Great Cup? Well,
2: first of all, the um, Players Luncheon, there's an open bar, so there might be a brouhaha afterwards. I was, this was uh, FaceTime with Miles Grell just before we went on, so it, uh, it should. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad they just got to the point of going to the Great Cup um i'm glad that so many people have done the right thing and and i'm talking about players that uh, have become vaccinated only one member of the winnipeg blue bombers couldn't travel uh to hamilton i am um i am a little puzzled about uh i thought the rule was if you couldn't travel with the team um by you know you shouldn't so to me hamilton should if they're unvaccinated players should be disqualified from participating too you know what happened if they if it was a If they had to play in Montreal, if it was roles were reversed, so I don't think there should have been a loophole on that. But uh, players' association wise, of course, they're not going to be happy with the the no increase to the salary cap. of that what comes out of it, I don't know if they prorated this year or not. If uh, because it was a shortened season, did everybody have to take a bit of a haircut? I don't know. Um, And any time that you know, if this genius marketing partnership. If it creates revenue streams um, for the Canadian Football League, will that be shared with the players? This has to all come out um, in, in time um, in the next couple of months to, in order for the players to be happy, in my mind.
1: Before we shift to hockey, because football is your number one sport, uh, what will you be watching for on Sunday? What do you think is going to happen? What's your prediction? How's it going to go down?
2: Well, I'm pretty excited about this game. Um, you know, I, 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 there was a little bit of a speed bump last week against Saskatchewan because, you know, the, the Winnipeg Blue mm-hmm. Bombers, uh, they, took a couple, they took a couple of weeks off um, with the last couple of games of the season, but they were a force to be reckoned with. Um, you know, I was on Toronto radio yesterday, and uh, I was going back and forth with a Hamilton fan, and I just said, I just said I'm just glad, you, you should be glad that this game is being played now because back in 2019 now that we're in a pandemic in 2019 Hamilton couldn't catch anything so it's kind of given a bit of a rib so I, I think the Blue Bombers defense is just tremendous um they have Hamilton's number we started the season um in Winnipeg with a win against the Hamilton Tie um I, I I just I just don't see it there and I know what Eddie Steele was saying that he's going is it going to be a hometown but you know, you take that crowd out of it. Like, look what happened last year, or two years ago, sorry, at McMahon Stadium, how the Bombers just came out. They, 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 they just were ferocious. And, sorry, Hamilton wasn't even in the game. Um, they, 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 stayed, they neutralized any weapon that Hamilton had, and I think they're going to do it again. I don't think home field advantage for a great couple will play out in any way, shape, or form. The Bombers are largely intact from 2019. Um, you know they're are going to be there's going to be a ton of them named today all stars or sorry uh, players of uh, most valuable players uh, when the awards get handed out so the, the the that Winnipeg Blue Bombers right now are just once, uh once in a lifetime team and uh, I'm hoping that you know the the brain trust in Winnipeg can keep most of these guys together but you know there's guys getting significantly older like Andrew Harris who is now 34. You know, maybe this could be his swan song. He's dealt with injuries all year long. Um, You know, like I said, the team's been together for a long, long time, and uh, sometimes guys retire, guys move on, and and guys just get cut because they've just reached their best before date. So.
1: I see the commenters are having a party in the comment section amongst themselves. So that's good. Uh, I encourage that. Uh, By the way, coming up before this hour is over, we will award our $50 gift card from Taco Time for the comment of the week. It's already been designated, unless we have something that knocks our socks off in the next little while. And James Duffy coming up as well. Uh, Sandusky, Ohio, watching on YouTube, says, is the Hamilton coach headed to Washington? That is the rumor that Orlando Steinauer is coaching his last game on Sunday with the Hamilton Tiger Cats, and he will be named the defensive coordinator of the Washington Huskies of the NCAA next week. Uh, but for whatever reason, they don't want to talk about that at Grey Cup Week. Uh, I will just say th- things have changed, Dave, from our time. Listen to us two gray and white beard sitting here. Uh, this used to be what Grey Cup Week was all about, the rumors, the schutzpah, the hubba, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't seem to be that way anymore, so that's fine. Time has passed us by. To the National Hockey League, all I'm seeing, by the way, on this Coyotes thing or from the NHL Board of Governors meetings in South Florida here is about the Coyotes thing. And Gary Bettman saying, no, no, everything's fine. The bills are paid. Coyotes aren't moving, which none of that should surprise any of us. I've seen nothing about the NHL pulling out of the Olympics in Beijing. So maybe in the next little while, if somebody wants to send me a link to that, um, we'll discuss it if it comes up. But I've seen nothing. It's not on Darren Dreger's Twitter feed, and he's down here. Dave, uh, to the Jets, they've slipped out of a playoff position in that central division, or at least the last I looked they had. You said all the focus in Manitoba is on the Bombers. Is that a fact? Have people not noticed that the Jets have been struggling lately, save for last night's win in Seattle 3 nothing?
2: Last night's win in Seattle was absolutely tremendous. But just before I get into the Jets, don't you wish you had like women in your life that were so loyal to you, like Gary Bettman is loyal to the Coyotes? Like it's it just, it's crazy how the, 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 the stuff that's gone on in Arizona and they, you know, they're not moving. Like, like, I don't know, like, you know, just move that franchise already, get rid of them. Uh, back to the Winnipeg Jets. Um, yeah, the Jets had some tremendous success early on the season, and they were looking, and the, par- the parade was being planned. And then, uh, you know, you dropped a couple of, we dropped a couple of tough games. And, uh, of course, the uh, proverbial, uh, change the uniforms, burn the building, fire the coach, fire Kevin Shave- day off, everything, you know, move the franchise. Those guys came out again. And then they put together a couple of big wins, including a 6 3 drubbing of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Sorry, dupes. And then, uh, and then, then in Carolina, they 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 held in tight for most of the game with Carolina, and Carolina pulled ahead, one four to two. Now, Carolina is one of the top teams in the league, and there's no real reason to hang your head in shame when you drop one game like that to Carolina. So, the I think the game yesterday in Seattle was very important just to kind of get people calm, um, you know. But now. You know, you go into Vancouver, and Vancouver's an unknown franchise. You got Bruce Boudreaux behind the bench. You got all kinds of guys in there in the back, planning and scheming. And the t- players are probably happy because that was a bad regime over there. So you don't know what you're going to get. So I think you're going to have another tough game. Then you got a. I think we have a four game homestand uh, in amongst um, in, in the next couple of weeks, including one game against Buffalo. So you should be able to to pull off a pretty good victory there. I think the Jets need a. Another 7-1 winner, and they need a couple like that just to kind of keep everybody in check. But, you know, there's, a, there's they're a solid team. Um, anything can happen. I think that game against the Minnesota North Stars on Black Friday really rankled a lot of people bad. Um, you know, they came back, and they were able to beat Calgary the next night. But I think that really sits sits tough with people because, you know, Minnesota and Colorado, those are the teams that are on top of the uh, the division that with the Jets are in. So people are going to get really nervous when you can't beat Minnesota, that probably means you're not going to go very far in the playoffs if you can't solve the wild. So
1: Well, nobody has solved the wild, but I'm looking at this right now, and the Jets with the win last night in Seattle have pulled into a tie with Colorado for that last spot in the central, but they each have 30 points, and they're going opposite ways, really. Colorado's really gotten hot, especially with McKinnon coming back. But that's the interesting thing, like it's with whether it's the orders or my Dallas Cowboys, I say as long as you're in a playoff spot, let's just chill and tinker our game until we get to the playoffs. But if the Jets start flirting below the playoff line, Dave, then I think it is legitimate reason to panic. But they're a good enough team, aren't they? I mean, losing Mason Appleton in the expansion draft isn't what's killed the Jets. They've augmented their blue line, right, with Brennan Dillon and Nate Schmidt. in the Like They probably should be better, but they are 13-9-4. and four. Do you think they should be better?
2: Yeah, I think they should be better. Um, and, and I think that well, glaring, uh, his absence was glaring, was Neil Pionk uh, against the Carolina Hurricanes. I think that uh, the Jets didn't adjust well to him not being in the lineup. I think he's he's one of those unsung heroes that fly, flies under the radar. He's uh, a solid defenseman, solid on the power play, and uh, I think the Jets really missed him. I, I believe that, uh, I know that he's not going to be in the lineup for tonight uh, just because of the two-game suspension and in concussion protocol but he's a solid defenseman. I think, uh, you know, I, I really think this team just needs to get hot and stay hot and not um, – they've had a little bit of a um, speed bump again with Mark Shifley and Blake Wheeler having some extended time out of the lineup, and then Paul Stasny being out of the lineup due to injury, and now with Pionk being suspended. So once I think that the, 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 the core team is back together and they put some wins under their belt, you know, they, they, they're, they're not – I don't know if we can catch Minnesota but you can hang in there and you go neck and neck with them. And then, uh, then the playoffs come and then it's a whole different situation.
1: Well, I had Colorado 1, Winnipeg 2, Minnesota 3 in that division. It may still end up being that way, but it's nowhere near that right now. Um, just before we go back to football, we have some CFL, Grey Cup news here. Plus, I want your Vikings taken. I'm going to talk a little college ball for a second. But just out of sheer curiosity, I had Hustler on here yesterday and I said, how often does the topic, the word Winnipeg ice, come up in your world? And Hustler said like every day. And Wednesday night, he went to the Edmonton-Winnipeg game, top two junior teams in the country. Just in your world, David, how much do you hear about the Winnipeg ice, the number one team in all of Canadian junior hockey?
2: Well, of course, in the last two weeks, they've taken a back seat to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the Winnipeg Jets. But prior to that, when the season first started, they got off to that red hot start. You heard a lot about them. You heard, in fact, um, when I say that, you know, it, right now it's Blue Bombers number one, Winnipeg Jets number two, and Winnipeg Ice number three. Manitoba Moose don't even fit into the conversation. And um, mm-hmm. once, and once uh, the the uh, CFL, the Great Cup gets played to, um, on Sunday, uh, you can see it'd be Winnipeg Jets, and then Winnipeg Ice could be one and two in the conversation. The um, just on on that note though. Um, the ice, they, they get tremendous crowds playing in that small building. There's still no word on when they're building their own building. But the Manitoba Moose, the Winnipeg Jets have been working really hard to get fans into the building with some tremendous giveaways. They, you know, one of the promotions the Winnipeg Jets ran on Black Friday was get two tickets and two jerseys for $222. And, um, you get to pick the game there. There are all the 300 level tickets, but that's like a $600 value. The price tag on the jersey that I got was $199 before tax. Uh, the moose, it was get a moose game, pick a moose game, get a hoodie for $45. So both teams have worked, are working harder than they ever had to to kind of keep relevant in the marketplace. But, uh, you know, the Winnipeg Ice, they just keep chugging along. And, uh, you know, it's such a great brand of hockey. Like, I've been to um, Ice games. I've been to Saskatoon Blades games. I've been to Calgary Hitman games. and uh, But I think in terms of the pure hockey product, I've never seen it better. Uh, the, with the Winnipeg ice put on the, on the ice.
1: Well, I just imagine this. Florida Panthers games, you can get four tickets for $199, drink for each, popcorn for each, hot dog for each, and an Alexander Barkov jersey for $199 for a National Hockey League game. Uh, well, by the uh, way, from Great Cup, Hamil- Hamilton defensive lineman Ted Laurent is a question mark for Sunday's Grey Cup after missing practice Friday for the second straight day through illness. Coach Orlando Steinauer told reporters, After practice, I'm totally waiting on the medical reports. We're going to exhaust anything we can to let Teddy play. Steinhauer said the illness was not COVID-related. Just a take on your beloved Minnesota Vikings. They won on Thursday night football but almost blew, what was it, a 29-0 lead. Has this been the zaniest year of Minnesota Vikings football in your memory? They could still make the playoffs, yet they lose to the Detroit Lions last week.
2: I think the only... Uh, good thing about losing to Detroit Lions was I was on a bus to the uh, Winnipeg Blue Bomber game uh, and I didn't get to see that debacle because that probably would have ruined other than just checking the app and saying that they lost but that was a terrible game and then um, I never seen anything like that last night too like there was that game was so comfortably um, it, it, they, were, they had such a comfortable lead I was back and forth between the Jets game and the Vikings game Vikings game went to halftime Um i I watched the Jets game, and then I, I- went back when I went back to the- Minnesota Vikings game, there were five minutes that had gone by in the third quarter, and the Steelers had already scored two touchdowns and uh and then you had that sinking feeling that this was gonna happen again, like you're just like oh oh and i and I text a buddy of mine all the time, and we joke around with a lot of stuff when even when the Jets are behind one goal or when Connor Hellebuck lets in a soft one. We text each other, doom, just doom. And then, and then we're just watching the Vikings game boy doom, with like an exclamation point. And then uh, they barely ha- hung on. It was just uh, like just an incomplete pass in the end zone with no time left. Saved the game. Now, we don't know if they would have been able to do the two-point convert to, uh, to, to win and, or to send the game into overtime, but we don't know. There's a lot of unknowns there, but it never should have got there. Like it, was, it was ridiculous.
1: Well, they could, be, they could make the playoffs or they could fire the coach. Welcome to Minnesota Vikings football. We're over time. We've got to roll. David, thanks for joining us, man. Good luck on Sunday. Enjoy the game. Go Bombers. We're going to Grey Cup after this break with TSN's James Duthie. Stick around. You're watching the RP Show. Daytime sports talk on the Game Plus television network. YouTube live streaming. 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com.
2: Head to youtube.com slash the Peterson Show now.
1: Flame tech football Friday continues flame tech locally owned and operated industry leaders in commercial and industrial combustion technology. That campus right there will be the site of the Boca Raton bowl coming up on December the 18th, featuring Appalachian state in Western Kentucky, but we're going to Hamilton now for the Canadian bowl, the gray cup, the 108th CFL championship will be played at Tim Horton's field on Sunday. We welcome in James Duffy, whom we've thoroughly enjoyed. West Division playoff coverage the last couple of weeks down here. How are you doing, James? I appreciate the time, sir.
0: Good, partner. I'm doing well. I just want you to know uh, the level of care that I have for your show, uh, what I put into uh, setting up this shot here, because I don't have a computer. I only have my phone. So I'm in my uh, hotel mm. room here in Hamilton. i am going to show you this, uh, what I've done here. I've, I've taken the, uh, the recycling box uh, with my empty smoothie mm-hmm. in it, and I've taken the coffee maker and placed it in front of the recycling box uh, to form a tripod for my phone. There you go. How about that? that? Now it's gonna be crooked, I'm never gonna get it back. Never gonna get it back.
1: It is the Hamilton Sheraton, if I'm correct. Hamilton Sheraton, I've stayed there many, many times.
0: Am I right? That's right. You are correct, (laughs) you are correct. Marriott points.
1: Right. Right on King Street, great Starbucks in there, wonderful people. James, what is the um, Great Cup report from you, from your vantage point? What's, what's the vibe?
0: Well, this is one of those questions I don't want to answer dishonestly uh, because sometimes it happens to me when I, you know, I come to Super Bowl week and I'm just there the first day. I've only been in my hotel, and people ask me what the vibe is like on the streets, and I. I say, oh, it's electric when I really haven't seen anything. And sort of same deal here, Rob, where I I was here on Wednesday to interview the coaches, had to to go back to Toronto to do some, uh, to do Leafs. And so I just, I got in late last night and haven't left my hotel room as I look at this five hour pregame show. So I have a limited feeling of atmosphere right now, uh, but I tend to get out in the town a little bit tonight. And I mean, I think, look, Hamilton's a great, great football town and I think they're super, super pumped, you know, just in driving in and going out of the lobby today, the tons of uh, Cats jerseys that are around here. So it's, it's remarkable in a way that it's an hour down the road for Toronto when it's so hard to feel that buzz, but Hamilton's a really good football town. Um, I'm glad they're hosting this because it just adds a little bit to the game and maybe equalizes a situation where I think Winnipeg's a better football team. So, uh, it's a little different with COVID. There's not as many events. There is an awards show tonight, but there is Spirit of Edmonton, which you know so well, but not as many parties as there usually is in a Grey Cup week. But I'm just glad we're here and we have an actual game to play because I was worried about that well, you know, in the offseason.
1: Weren't we all? But, you know, as an Ottawa guy, you're the perfect guy to ask this. You've done World Juniors, Stanley Cup Finals, a lot of events I probably haven't even won't list here. The Grey Cup is right there with all of
0: them isn't it? It really is. 100% 100% and I I'm fortunate enough to cover Super Bowls every year and I will tell everyone uh that I prefer Great Cup Week 10 times to Super Bowl Week. And I'm not one of these I love all football. I love the CFL, I love the NFL. Great Cup Week is just, Super Bowl Week, you know, it's all these exclusive parties and uh I don't know. It's just, there's a, it's so, it's such a Canadian thing, Grey Cup week, where you see the same people. And uh, I don't know, to me, it's just, it's an ultimate Canadian celebration. And, And like I said, even if I was, once I'm done covering these as a fan, I'd much rather go to Grey Cup week than the Super Bowl week.
1: What would, dumb question maybe, but I guess, did it save Grey Cup that Hamilton's in it? Could you imagine if the Argos were there, how big of a difference would it have made?
0: I don't know that it saved it, but I think it really helps. Uh, you know, we always look at it selfishly from just the television standpoint and from the TSN standpoint, and I, I'm I'm always neutral on everything. Uh, I just want a good game, right? And we want people still watching in the fourth quarter, and just from a fan perspective and from a league perspective, you just you want it to be entertaining and you want it to be close and I think first of all, you know it was going to sell out anyway, but there's always a better vibe when when the home team is in it i think i I think it's just always that extra little edge to it, and as I've said before it it gives Hamilton a little something here uh which I think they need against a, a really good Winnipeg team.
1: The uh, broadcast will be on ESPN2 in America, but I'll be watching as much of the five-hour pregame as I can on TSN. James, I saw your eyes just go. Did it go to your phone? Did you just get the notification that I did? Gary Bettman says Olympic participation amongst NHLers will be left up to the players out of the meetings here in South Florida. I got to get your take on that if you don't mind. Um, It's up to the players if they go to Beijing. Is this going to be a real grease fire between now and February or an easy decision for the players to make, do you think?
0: I don't think it's going to be an easy one. Uh, I am the biggest fan of watching NHL players in the Olympic games. I think it was mistakes in the past, the times they have not gone. I've always argued with Gary Bettman. I usually only get to see him a couple of times a year. I always get to see him backstage at the Hockey Hall of Fame, and we've had some intense discussions about that when the NHL did not want to go, because I think it's the best hockey we ever see. Having said that, I did really understand the league standpoint this year. If there was ever a time not to go after you've had two straight seasons interrupted by COVID, from a pure business standpoint, to get a season over with at a decent time, not have it go into mid-July, and the fact that it's in Beijing and it's a long way to go and there's all these questions with COVID, if there was ever a time I could have understood the league not wanting to go, it would be now. And back to your question, I think there are players as this, the new variant spreads that are are going to be worried. And there's questions, you know, if someone does test positive over there, they have to quarantine for a couple of weeks after, which would wreak havoc into the NHL schedule. So I'm sure there are prominent players who have hesitation. Robin Leonard already said he's not going. Um, But I still think the majority, look at, let's face it, we're going to the Olympics. The players will go for one reason, for the, you know, the Nathan McKinnons and the, and the Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid's who haven't had this opportunity yet. And, and so I hope they go. I want to watch it. I uh, hope to be involved in the coverage of it. But I will understand if things get progressively worse over these next couple of weeks if, if they elect in the end not to go.
1: Wonderful answer. Uh, James, if I may, this, this great cup, the playoff work has been some of your finest. I've really enjoyed it. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as it looks. I'll be watching Sunday, and thanks for fitting us in today. I know you're a busy guy.
0: Uh, it was great to get to Sasky uh, for the semis. I would have, uh, you know, I, I that was a tough one, that game, because from a TSN standpoint, it's always great when Saskatchewan makes the great Cup because we know we have uh, there's more CFL fans and more eyes tuning in than Saskatchewan than anywhere else, but Winnipeg's a really good football team, so I hope we have a terrific game, and I appreciate the kind words, buddy.
1: All right, bud. James Duffy from TSN, the CFL on TSN host, joining us from the hammer. When we come back, Taco Time viewer takeover will award our gift card for the comment of the week, get a sports update, and uh, so much more. We'll be right back for the final segment of the week in overtime. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network. YouTube live streaming and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com.
2: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now.
1: It is overtime, everybody. Proudly presented by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC, the National Hot League, and the Seattle Kraken. Fan club, all right. Uh, the Moose is with us. We got a lot of business to do here, Moose. In the break or in this segment, sorry. If we can bring him in on camera, I thought he was. I thought he was gone. You, st- I did too, little devil. You but I just saw you know you what stuck I'm around. I'm here for you.
3: I had a couple of really good meetings, and uh, yeah. So slide back in. If
1: you got to take care of business, I'll just love sit here. to hear it. Um, so, okay, I'll take care of business. Uh, first of all, we're going to award the Taco Time comment of the week and to be honest with you five weeks ago we started doing this and i told darren i was not fond of him throwing me under the bus making me decide the winning (laughs) comment But you know what it hasn't been that bad and i don't know if we have the comment ready clark do you have it or you may put it up in the comments it is from stacy champagne way back on monday and he snuck it in just under the wire he watches daily from access television world headquarters do you have it the comment by chance you knew we were going to do this, Here Incoming, coming in hot. Clark says, "Man, this is riveting television." <laughs> uh, but it's not coming on the screen. Okay. The winner of the Taco Time gift card, fifty dollars from Stacy Champagne. There it is, and there it goes. Like a good taco from Taco Time, the Riders, unfortunately, fell apart. And uh, I'll do it. $50 gift card. will be going out to Stacey Champagne from Access Television. Over we go to Landmark Cinemas Moose. The Landmark Cinemas Buy 30, Get 30 event is back and better than ever. This year, get $40 in great movie-going savings when you buy $30 in gift cards. It's the perfect gift to give or gift to yourself. Get yours today in theater or at landmarkcinemas.com. And uh, so you guys can get ready for it. The business of the week is coming up, but I'm not going to do it right now. Let's give them a minute to get ready for them, Moose. The breaking news that just came down from the NHL Board of Governors meetings in South Florida, Gary Bettman saying that it will be up to the players whether they want to go to the Beijing Olympics or not. And I just read the story courtesy thescore.com. Gary Bettman saying that uh, more and more players have expressed concern over COVID-19 restrictions and so forth. And it just sounds like the the players don't want to go to the Beijing games. Um, Big picture? I think it's awesome if they do leave it up to the players. Is that buck? Is that passing the buck? Is that taking the easy way out if you're the owners in Gary Bettman? Or is this the like humane thing to do?
3: Um, I think it's the right thing to do. I think the league has kind of said, and they've made their agreement to let the players go. They've created a break in the schedule for the Olympics. They've done all the things. Um, the league can't make the players go, I don't think, now. Um, but the league, I don't think they want to say, tell the players they can't go. You've built in this Olympic break. You've decided that it's okay. Now, I think the players association could maybe make that decision as a group. Well, you know, When they meet, they could decide, hey, as a group, we're deciding if we're all going or we're not going. Or the group as an association can say, okay, what do you guys want? Do you want to leave it up to each person individually? At the end of the day, if a player doesn't want to go to the Olympics, they won't go but uh, no, I think that's right. I think it's, it's a nice way to keep a, a good relationship with the players to say, look at, we'll let you guys, you guys do what's best for you as a group. And uh, we're here to say, look at, we're, we're still support you. If you want to go to the Olympics,
1: I like it. Big fan 2019 on YouTube. I think that's John and Edmonton watching says, I think that the NHL is leaving it up to the players is the right thing to do. John goes on to say, anyone trying to buy World Junior tickets via Ticketmaster, guess what? Ticketmaster's down. I actually discovered that this morning and I was looking for Orange Bowl tickets, Moose, that Ticketmaster's down. I don't know if you saw this earlier. I mentioned $450 is the starting price for tickets to the Capital One Orange Bowl, okay. New Year's oh, Eve. No. So I'll be looking. Yeah, <laughs> buddy. I'll be looking for media accreditation to the Capital One Orange Bowl. Yes. How about that? Please do. How about Uh, Failing that, I may buy a ticket. We'll see. The MySask411 Business of the Week for our friends at Direct West is the Honey Bun Cafe. The Honey Bun Cafe is our MySask411 Business of the Week. They're a locally-owned breakfast and lunch eatery that specializes in warm, fresh, stuffed buns Uh. with a variety of fillings. From pulled pork to caramelized onion to a breakfast bun or fluffy cinnamon bun, Honey Bun feeds all the hungry downtown Saskatoon crowds. Find them at MySask411 today. Download it I to your smartphone. Place. MySask411 app. Oh, yeah. Listen, you're going to be checking that out as you head to Saskatoon to broadcast the Rush game on Saturday night. The uh, home opener, Moose, as we can bring... Uh, Moose back in here. We should do. So, yeah. My SAS 411 business of the week is the Honey Bun Cafe. Let's get a plug in there for the Saskatchewan Rush. Yes. Big weekend for you. Last minute of play. Last minute of play on the RP show.
3: It's going to be awesome. Uh, The Rush Home opener, Teddy Bear Toss Night at the Rush Game 2. So, that's really cool. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. We're doing a special pregame show called the rush hour pregame. I'll be hosting that. Um, Cody Sabit. it's going to be awesome. And then, uh, the game afterwards. So, uh, it will be so much fun, uh, as we get the rush season started. So I'll be in Saskatoon first thing in the morning after the Pats game tonight.
1: Oh man, you're the busiest guy in no business. Hey, rock star of the day on Thursday was hustler Patterson of winnipeg sports talk today eddie Steele, james duffy and the sports doctor are your options rockstar supply chain solutions they specialize in improving your company's performance and bottom line through supply chain management services have a great weekend everybody enjoy the great cup we'll be back to talk about it right here noon eastern monday on game play you screwed up clark
2: oh no For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit RodPeterson.com.
1: American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger.